Take your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. And there is no love in the heart of the city tonight. What's going on, man? Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Very early edition tonight of Sports Done Resite with your truly the one and only sports governor, Vince Wright, from the state of Minnesota. And so much to get into tonight. So little time to talk about it all as well. Um... What can you say, man? There's there's cancel culture. There's sports. There's the, the again the, the culture and the social kind of avenues coming together. So uh, so much to get into here tonight. That well, let's just get to it. To be perfectly honest with you, is we don't have a lot of time tonight, so that's why I wanted to get on a little earlier and talk to you guys. Big L, what's happening down there? The one and only Big L from Little Rock, Arkansas. The man, the myth, the legend, the one and only. I want to say what up to Mike Eden Prairie, always on time. Appreciate you coming through as well. We have Sydney listening as well over in Invergrove Heights. And we are all good. So let's get rolling here. Again, Vince Wright, the sports governor. You can follow me, by the way, social media wise. Sports Done Right, the Facebook group. Make sure you check us out, W R I G H T. Also on Instagram at Sports Done Right. And also you can follow me on Twitter at The Big Smooth One. And that is the number one after The Big Smooth. So thank you again for joining us here for a very special drive time edition of Sports Done Right. So, And also there's no sports going on here. So that's kind of question one I wanted to talk about before we kind of get into the culture and, and all this stuff that I, I put in the title of the show, but there is no sports. And are you okay with that? Now there's some things happening out here with this virus and, and you know, look, we can argue the politics of it um, all day long. Do you want to wear a mask? Don't you want to wear a mask? This, that, whatever. But a lot of states now out west are having, um, well, for lack of a better term, a second go around with this thing. 
California is on the verge of having to shut the state down for the second time. I know in my real job out there, one of our offices is in Tucson, Arizona, and they have been ordered after being cleared to go back to their office to start work just last week. They are now going to have to go back home and work from there as well. So with that being said, now we're starting to hear all kinds of stuff when it comes to sports now regarding the COVID virus. And bear with me here because I came straight from work. So I got no notes, no nothing. I just want to speak from my heart as I often do. So I am scrolling down here. Uh, Nikola Djokovic um, for the Nuggets. Tested positive for coronavirus in Serbia. He's being held over there. He can't even get back to America. So, you know, we've been hearing stories like this now. The Clemson the football team, I think it was like 22, 23 of their players have tested positive. Uh, LSU players, some Texas players. Um, regardless of where the team is, I think this is really the problem. And what you're going to be seeing is positive test cases. And, you know, I... I was talking to somebody about this yesterday and they're like, well, you know, the, the, basically the kids ain't dying. So it's all good. It's not all good because you don't know how each and every young person's body will react to this. And also it's still a very contagious disease, even though most of these players probably, um, you know, just about all of them are probably asymptomatic. Didn't feel anything. Right. You know, hey, I feel good. I feel great. Nothing like nothing's ever changed. So, what do we do now? That's the question I want to pose to you, and I want to say what up to the BS3, Big Ben Sutter out of Dallas, Texas. Make sure you're checking out BS3 Radio, and also checking out XSquadAffiliates.com. Um, that is the website to X Squad Affiliates, my podcast home where it all started for me. Uh, make sure you're checking out the gang over there. Lots of great shows, lots of great content on a phenomenal website. Props to Kesey for putting that together. Um, okay. So are you comfortable going to, going to a game right now? And I ask that in all seriousness. Because I don't know if I am. I, I, I really don't. I was so excited for Gopher football this year. You know, they finished. They're, they're ranked number 10 in the country. Can't remember the last time. Or actually, yeah, I can't remember the last time we had a quote-unquote top 10 football team coming from the state of Minnesota. A fun schedule coming up. Early games with Iowa, Michigan back on the schedule. Um, the Storm and Mormons from Brigham Young University were coming out to Minneapolis for the preseason. I mean, it was... And also, the Gophers have a top five, or at least it was the last time I checked, fifth ranked on the ESPN site recruiting class. Minnesota. P.J. Flack. And now, with all this that is going on, that may not even happen. That season may not even happen. And it is just hard to comprehend out there these young men coming together, being exposed, now testing positive, and somehow we're going to get, uh, you know, a full season out of this or any season. You know, baseball shooting themselves in the foot over and over again. But now, I don't know. Maybe they don't want to come back due to the 
um, the virus. Basketball, NBA, boy, they were really talking up their return later this month. And now we have players starting to back out. We have players starting to say, hey, I'm just not too sure about this. You know, along with all the social stuff that's going on in the world today and the remnants of the uh, George Floyd killing here in Minneapolis and just everything with, with police violence and everything that's happening, is sports really important right now? Ben says he's not comfortable in our Spreaker.com chat room. You know, I'm I'm to the point, and I ain't gonna lie, so I'm not gonna be a hypocrite. I've I've you know, I'm I'm hanging out with some friends. We're going to some places. You see pictures of me on the golf course all the time. But if you're telling me I'm gonna go to TCF Bank Stadium with fifty thousand of my best friends or over to US Bank Stadium to watch the Vikings with, you know, sixty eight thousand people over there. I don't know. And at the very least, not wear a mask. So I don't know, man. I I think there's probably science in both sides of this to kind of prove your point politically. You know, if you're younger, you're probably feeling a little more asymptomatic. Like, why am I wearing a mask and all this stuff? But at the same time, at the same time, you got to remember there's people out there that as an asymptomatic person carrying the virus, we still may infect. And they may not have as good of a tour of duty with that virus as as you have. So I know I sound all over the place because basically the gov is. And, you know, Big Big L says I may go to a high school game and sit 10 feet away from anyone. That cool. I, I would do that. I see high school games. You could probably, you know, you can distance yourself like that. You know, a sold out NFL game, you're kind of limited on, you know, depending on where your ticket is, where you can go and all this stuff. So, man, I hear you, Big L. That's the way to do it if you can. But I know a lot of people who aren't comfortable and and just this late breaking news. And that's the thing, too. Just as long as you hear numbers and increases and states going back on lockdown, spike numbers going up, things like that. I think it's just going to be real hard to have a damn season. You know, NHL supposedly coming back with a quick playoff series. We'll see how that works. And listen, I hope it can work. But I'm just saying right now in terms of our pop, the main popular sport, which is football, I don't know. I just don't know. And now listening to Dr. Fauci today earlier um, doing his congressional hearings and other people talking about, you know, these other states are now spiking. Is this round two? Are we going to have to start closing things up again? Man, I I don't know. But it is going to be real dicey if we got to go through more shutdowns. I'll tell you that. Um, I'm just a little perplexed, man, because nobody knows where this is going. I definitely don't. I'm just your sports governor. I have no idea where this is going. And it sucks. Because as sports fans, I mean, this look, this is a sports show. And, you know, I could come here and, and you know, like today I was going to talk, oh, well, let's take a look at the Vikings and the Twins and just, you know, if the seasons do go. It's almost, it just feels kind of pointless right now. Nobody really cares about, you know, the defensive back position with the Vikes and all this stuff. Because I don't know if we're playing. And then 
that brings us back to the culture side of it. Because as we now know, sports and culture are forever intertwined and ain't nothing changing there. So breaking news, um, apparently, apparently it was not a noose that was found in Bubba Watson's garage down at Talladega for the NASCAR race this past week. Well, the race was actually yesterday, but they've been down there this week or so. Um, and I'm going to pull this up because, listen, we, if you take them at their word, then yeah, that's great news. But I just thought the description, and I'm pulling this up from CBSSports.com, so bear with me one second here. Again, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor on the Sports Done Rights podcast, coming to you from Minnesota. All right, following an investigation into the noose that was found in the garage of Bubba Wallace, a black NASCAR driver, the FBI has determined that no federal crime was committed. Their reasoning is that the noose in question has been in the garage since October 14, 2019, and that nobody outside of NASCAR officials could have known Wallace would have been assigned that garage until a few days before Sunday's race at Talladega which was ultimately rained out and ran on Monday. So that's why they ran it Monday. I was wondering why they were doing that. NASCAR's statement about the incident adds a lot more <laughs> color. That's, that's their words, not mine. Noting that the noose was actually a garage door pull rope that was fashioned in a loop. Huh? The decision to tie the rope that way during a race at the track last year ultimately resulted in a rather misfortunate understanding per the statement. Uh, Here is the statement, quote, The FBI has completed its investigation at Talladega Speedway and determined that Bubba Wallace was not the target of a hate crime. The FBI report concludes and photographic evidence confirms that the garage door pull rope fashioned like a noose had been positioned there since as early as last fall. This was obviously well before the 43's team or before the 43 teams arrival and garage assignment, referring to car 43, uh, his number. We appreciate the FBI's quick and thorough investigation and thankful to learn that this was not an intentional racist act against Bubba. We remain steadfast in our commitment to providing a welcoming and inclusive environment for all those who love racing. All right. So that's what NASCAR has to say about it. What do you get? What do you think? What do you think about it? it exactly. Big O says so. It was okay back then. It, yeah, I mean, just the mere fact that something's just fashioned as a noose. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, here's here's what we do. We'll keep watching you, NASCAR, to see everything. Look. First off, we're going to give NASCAR some props here. They did the right thing. They banned the flag after Bubba explicitly asked them to. And so far, everything was going right. You saw the crowds yesterday. I posted it on my social media. Um, black folks came down from Atlanta and other places to root on Bubba and, and cheer him on. It was a beautiful sight to see because these folks, you know, Never said they would go to a NASCAR race, and there they were, um, because they're they're starting to feel welcome. You know, when you're black, you can't walk into a um, a hundred thousand people and, and a bunch of Confederate flags there and feel welcome. So let's keep our eyes on this story, see if anything else happens. 
Bubba, you keep doing what you're doing and, and you know, NASCAR, we're going to keep an eye on you too and see if you can keep doing what you say you want to do. Um, but stay on the right road, stay on the right side of history. And everybody out there in NASCAR land backing Bubba Wallace, um, stick with him and hopefully the rest of NASCAR nation will too. Obviously, when it comes to a Confederate flag, if you're going to argue anything now regarding a Confederate flag and bringing it to a NASCAR event, let alone any other sporting event, but a NASCAR event ain't going to fly. And you will be probably deemed a racist because that's where they're going here. Why would you want to have a Confederate flag? And don't give me Southern heritage because it's not. So that's where we are. And what really sucked about that race yesterday was Bubba ran out of gas. He was right in it up until the end and had a, a great shot at winning that race. But keep working. You know, uh, his uh, the owner of his car, Richard Petty, the king, as they call him, he came out. Now, he has made statements in the past basically saying anybody on his team is standing for the national anthem, um, so on and so forth. Um, we will see if he has changed his mind. And also changing of minds is what kind of this show is about today because i've been talking to a lot of sports fans being your sports governor here in the state of minnesota um, a lot of people come to me and, and and express their thoughts and want to get my thoughts on things and let me ask you this can someone change their mind now i know we all talk about it like you know, yeah, I mean, that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to change minds. But sometimes when people try and do what's right, they get ridiculed. They get made fun of. Um, I had to kind of go to brother I know personally because he wanted some, well, let's just say white friends of ours to, as we've been saying, not be silent, to kind of get in the game. Uh, silence is part of the problem, as we've discussed here. And ironically, when those friends actually stood up and started, you know, in a sense, taking his side on things, he got a little belligerent with them and kind of called them phonies. So what is it then? We're working to try and change minds and get people, quote unquote, on our side and on the right side of history. But sometimes when people do that, we don't give them the benefit of a doubt. We've all fucked up before. Excuse the language, but we have. We've all done it. We've all made mistakes. And if somebody is genuinely, if they are genuinely and in their heart ready to learn and and to kind of learn from the errors of, of past ways then we should help them along with that and I had to go at my boy because you know he was like you know you know our white friends sit up here they don't say anything when these things happen and then when they finally start speaking out he was he was he got pissed about that so I'm like look man you can't have it both ways so let's try because we need as many allies as we can get in this game You know, people, 
are fed up, they're tired. That's what you're seeing out there. And it's crossed over into our sports world and people, you have that quote unquote, shut up and dribble crowd, just entertain me. That's all you're good for. That's all that matters. You know, the, 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 the Laura Ingrams. But if people want to honestly learn and help, I'm here to help. So in terms of sports and where we are now, your old school sports fan better realize, and I want to say what up to Mac Farrell out there. Appreciate you popping in here. Thank you, Mac. And um, also real quick, I want to say what up to mm-hmm. Ann. Ann is in Prior Lake, Minnesota. Appreciate you popping in here. Um, again, going to be kind of a quick show tonight. Got some things popping, but make sure if you don't catch us live, you can always catch us on demand on most major streaming networks, Spreaker, iTunes, Spotify, um, on and on it goes, Google Play. Just Google Sports Done Right, you'll find us. Big L says, yo, I'm glad everyone is talking about it before we were just talking to walls. Right on, preach. And again, I'm here to help. Anybody wants to, you know me, I'm an open book. I've talked about everything in my life with with people off the air and this and that. And I'll sit down and I'll rap with you. But like I said, I was a little disappointed in one of my homies uh, who really went after some friends of ours. And I thought it was just kind of out of bounds. We talked. We've all talked. Everything's good. But and he, and by the way, everybody involved, I'm just, I'm just not using real names. Everybody involved in this story was okay with me discussing it, including my friend, because he realized he had probably uh, uh, effed up just a little bit. But what all this is also showing you is people's true colors. Go read the NASCAR Twitter feed and see how that ban on the Confederate flag went over. You're probably seeing it all over your own social media feeds, your Facebook feeds of, you know, people from different walks of life. Just they don't have the, the same experiences, so they just can't comprehend. I mean, you know, some of my white friends are just like, I cannot believe that people feel this way about the police. You know, they've always helped me and, and this and that and gotten the tree, the cat out the tree for me and all that stuff. Well, that's great, but not everybody has that same experience. And until people are, are going to be honest about it, until people really honestly are, are, are going to talk. And by talking, that means you're going to feel uncomfortable. Because that's that's what makes a good conversation. You got to if somebody comes to you and talks to you and all of a sudden you're starting to squirm a little bit. That means you're probably asking the right questions. Probably talking about the big, the real deal. I want to say what up to Angry Black Man. And even though I, the moniker is great, he he is one of the coolest dudes you will ever meet. One of the nicest guys, by the way. Doc Bell, um, my main man, Saluki. What up to you? Appreciate you coming in here. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, racists are being exposed right now. And that's a good thing. I want people to write exactly what they feel on social media. 
because now you know who they are. You're probably questioning some people in your own timelines on Facebook right now who, hey man, I thought they were cool. But sit down and have a conversation with people. Nobody wants to talk. Everybody just wants to hear their point of view or and sit around and talk with people in, in like-minded groups. We'll always have the conversation here. Everybody's thoughts are always welcome here at Sports Done Right. But I, I got to say, athletes and in particular, you know, black athletes are finally figuring it out that they have cachet. Remember about, what was it, about four years ago? University of Missouri football team. Now, Missouri, the University of Missouri has always had racial issues. I've known a couple of uh, friends that have gone to Mizzou, and they're white, and they told me about it. And a few years ago, after many complaints to the school and the administration, the University of Missouri football team said, you know what, we're not going to the bowl game until this stuff gets dealt with. Or at least with it. And guess what? It got dealt with. Why? Because they didn't want to lose that money from the bowl game. We we know why. But the moral of the story is, look who had the power in that. Those young African-American players who said, we're sick of being treated like this on a campus where we go to school. I want to share a, a funny little story with me. When I got to the University of Minnesota for literally the first month of school, I, I, I remember everybody asked me or, or would make a comment like this because, you know, I'm six foot four, six five, you know, north, it was north of 300 pounds. I was a big dude, still am, obviously, but everybody that first month of school when I got to the U, oh, you must play ball. Oh, you must play football. Hey, do you play football? Oh, you got to play ball. Oh, why are you here? Oh, you must play football. No, I am the same person that got to the University of Minnesota just like you. I applied, filled out an application, sent in my money, sent transcripts, did everything you did to get here. It wasn't because of football. Not one iota at all. Now, at first... Being a young kid, I took it as a compliment. Hey, I look like a football player. Hey, people ask me all this stuff. But then I noticed, like, that's all people I were I was meeting were saying to me. You must play football. You must play football. No, why can't I just be a student? I'm sitting over here. I'm a member of the fraternity. I'm over on frat row partying, just being a normal college student, just like the rest of y'all. Why must I be a football player? See, it's all these little things and cold words that you pick up on after the fact. But athletes now are finally figuring it out. They really do control it. I mean, where would the NFL, the NBA be right now without their players? Imagine if they all boycotted. 
for whatever reason. I'm just saying, imagine that. What are the owners going to do? No money coming in, no revenue. Want to say what up to RC from Duluth, Minnesota, popping in on Sports Done Right tonight. Thank you for popping in, RC. Ronald Cameron, the one and only Minnesota Mafia brother of mine. So, yeah, man, it is um, it is a very unique point in history right now, especially sports, because once stuff does get ramped up, it's going to be real interesting now because they're telling you people are going to be on knees when the national anthem is played, all kinds of stuff. And that goes into, I call it cancel culture, where... We, you know, if you just don't like something, you just get rid of it. I think with today's athletes. And then in this kind of thing that's happening right now is that, look, man, we're done or they're done. They're realizing the power they have and and good. You know, these football players are playing on non-guarantee contracts. I know we hear about the big salaries and signing bonuses and the millions upon millions of dollars, but that's not everybody. And football in particular is a sport that spits you up and chews you out faster than just about any other with a non-guaranteed contract. And I just think that people are really going to have to come face-to-face soon because when these sports start up and you see all these basketball players kneeling for the national anthem, all these football players kneeling for the national anthem, is that really the important part to you? Are you really going to boycott not going to a game because of that? I don't know, man. Just, you know, people have really got to open up their thought processes and get going here. Mac Farrell says... Um, I had that I'm, yeah, as articulate and not like the other black people, I would get pissed off when they'd say stuff like that made me think that their image of black people was like mush mouth from fat Albert. I got the same thing. And when I used to go back to Chicago and stay with my grandmother, um, I always got the, you talk like a white boy. You don't sound black. I don't know. And what I told people is, look, man, this is this is how I talk. Ain't nothing changing. I ain't going to start going, you know, and start talking in bonics just to please you and this and that. But I was like, look, bro, this is how I talk. This is who I am. I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. There it is. I think if people, uh, you know, are just kind of honest with themselves about who they are, maybe some of these folks wouldn't be getting as lost as they are as well. Um, RC saying what up to everybody big Mike out there in the prairie gov what's going on with our Timberwolves are they ever going to be relevant again Um, well to take that sports question real quick big Mike uh, (sighs) you know it was going to be interesting then obviously COVID hits Carl Anthony Towns he loses his mother to this disease his dad was in the hospital as well um, all kinds of stuff going on. Then obviously we had the the Floyd killing here. I don't know. I don't. I, who knows when the Wolves are going to see the court again? I don't know. I just don't know. I think 
Carl Anthony Towns might want to get out of here, Mike. Um, just for anything else, he just wants some new scenery, but I don't know. We'll, we'll get into that in the future. Hopefully, we'll start getting into some relevant sports news here soon. But, you know, outside of that, you know, well, I'll save that for a second here. I'm going to get into that shortly. Big L says, good for the players. Head football coaches are most states' highest paid employees, and we mad about players standing up for something. Need to boycott for pay next. Yeah. And, you know, the NCAA is finally coming around on that. But also on the pay side, people got to realize not everybody, not all college athletes are going to be getting paid. Because if I come in and I'm the fifth string tight end, what kind of endorsement am I going to get? So not everybody's going to be getting paid here. The top stars, just like in real life, um, will be able to generate some money. But you are right on point with that, Big L. You are right on point with that. Um, you know, one of the other things, too, is this is a time for coaches, no matter what the sport, to also stand up. I have been very proud of our guy here, P.J. Fleck in Minnesota, who has really been ahead of the curve on this. And everything that I've heard from Minnesota football players has been phenomenal in how they feel about their head coach. So um, hopefully that continues here in Minnesota. We were actually our university president after the Floyd killing. She right away went to move and, you know, said, hey, we're not going to use Minneapolis cops for security and things like that anymore. So we will see. And, you know, again, just to put it out there, everybody's because I always get that, too. Well, what about the good cops? Again, nobody is arguing against good cops. We know there are good and great cops out there. We need them on our side too. But we also need them to stand up to their police unions and to the bad cops. Because this will continue and is continuing as we speak. And... We're just at a very interesting time because with no sports going on, we have a lot of time to focus on this issue. And the athletes are now focused on this issue. And they've, like I said, they've realized the power they have now. Imagine the impact in the Twin Cities if the Vikings signed Kaepernick, RC says. I think, you know, sure, you're going to get your blowback because you just have those types of folks out there. But I think this could be a very interesting spot for Kaepernick to land. Um, You know, he's going to have to probably accept the backup role. But look, how many times have we seen backups come in and get their shots? And some of those, um, you know, have, have kept their shots. Ask Tom Brady how being that backup and getting in there worked out for him. So, yeah, it'd be very, very interesting if the Vikings will RC. But, yeah, it would be very, very, very interesting because I think that I think there's a need. You know, we don't really have any name brand backup quarterback here to back Cousins up. You know, they just got uh, Nate Stanley out of Iowa. RC says, considering what he protested for and what happened in Minneapolis, it would be huge. I doubt it would happen, but love to see it. Yeah, that would, I, I definitely agree with that. Good cops should be glad, bad cops getting fired. That's what Big L says. Let's hope so. 
Uh, no Sir RC, he is coming to Chi-Town. It's going to be insane in the city. ABM originally from Chi-Town as the, your sports governor is um, talking about Kaepernick maybe winding up there. Um, yeah, you know, Nick Foles, Trubisky, all kinds of stuff popping. You never know what's going to happen, man. Um, <laughs> RC says stay out of the Vikings business, ABM. ABM, that hardcore Chicago Bears fan. Um, I'm going to let them go at each other there. And I see my daughter and people are apparently leaving the house. Excuse my phone and the ring doorbell for buzzing there. All right, so. Yeah, stay out of the Vikings business, man, because the Chicago Bears, well, they got to figure out their own business, dog. (laughs) They got to figure out their own business. All right, let's do this here. Let's take a very quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll get into a little bit more of this. Um, Again, I apologize because I really came on right from work, and I have some things popping off, so I didn't get to maybe kind of write out the show I wanted to, but I I just wanted to speak to you and talk to you a little bit about where we are with sports, culture, counterculture, or not not counterculture, cancel culture, and, you know, things like that. We saw a lot of sports um, statues, forget Confederate statues, just sports statues here locally in the Twin Cities. Calvin Griffith, owner of the Minnesota Twins. He's the guy who actually bought them here from Washington back in the 60s when they were the Washington Senators and brought them here. And he made a very, uh, well, not a uh, very racially harmonizing speech in 1978. And I think it was Wasika. Um, I'm just going to paraphrase that because I don't have time to dig back and find the article. But he was just basically talking about he came here because of our low rate of African-Americans living in Minnesota back during those times was one of the reasons that he bought the team here. Yeah, it didn't go over so good. Statue removed. As a kid growing up, you know, Twins fans in the 70s, my dad, his friends always told stories of, of Calvin Griffith and the things he said and how he kind of, you know, let Rod Carew get away. Now, Rod Carew is, is actually forgiven Calvin Griffith. They they have been friends up until Calvin's death many, many years ago. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, it is uh, very interesting. Uh, RC says, more like a part-time Bears fan. Speaking of <laughs> Doc Bell, the ABM. ABM says, Cousins is afraid of the Bears' defense. Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? The part that worries me about the Vikings is we got Jefferson from LSU. Hopefully he's going to be a, a, a fantastic wide receiver. But now it's just Thielen. There's no digs on the other side to plan for. And I'm really interested to see what Adam Thielen can do now that he, at least until Jefferson can maybe break out or some other receiver can break out, he's going to be the guy getting double team. He's going to be the guy getting all the focus now. So we're going to find out um, what Adam Thielen has to has for us here as well all right um again i'm gonna take one quick break i'm gonna come back wrap up the show and then next week we're gonna get in some things with a little bit more time so again i apologize i wish i had more time tonight but i will be right back and then we'll spend the last couple minutes kind of just fine-tuning and wrapping up the show um again i am vince Wright, the sports governor of the great state of minnesota and i just 
I just can't say how happy I am to, you know, just hopefully seeing some real change. That's all I'm asking for. Hopefully we'll just see some real change. So, all right, I will be right back and keep it tuned here. Sports Done Right, Tuesday night edition, live from the Twin Cities. Sitting 
no swole. 27 years old, up for parole, stroll. I'm back up on my feet with my mind on the money that I'll be making soon as I touch them streets. Things done changed on this side. Remember they used to thump, but now they blast, right? But it ain't no thing to me. Cause now I'm what they call a low-dash OG. The little homies from the hood with grip. All the ones I get with, cause I'm down to set trip. Nigga, I'm bigger than you, so what you wanna do? Didn't know we had a 22. Straight sitting behind his back. I grabbed his pockets, and then I heard six caps. I fell to the ground. With blood on my hands, I didn't understand How a nigga so young could bust a cap I used to be the same way back I guess that's what I get For trying to jack the little homies for they grip Me like many things, something about me, see From the street, we all come up, where that comes to be Little ghetto The real OGs to get with some facts made I made. Now you run it, but I'm played like every single day. Really though, you know me, I'm the smooth macadamia gaming them for my home. No need being calm if you pack right and learning just enough to keep your sack right. Late nights, I wonder what they getting for. Early morning on the corners, what they hitting for? Seven young G's, what they serve down in the G ride. East side's what they swerve now. Not thinking about what's really going on Got crept on, stepped on, now they gone I spent four years in the county With nothing but convicts around me But now I'm back at the pound and we exposed Ways for the youth to survive Some think it's wrong, but we tend to think it's right So make all them ends you can make Cause when you broke, you break Check it out So ain't no need for your mama to trip Cause you's a hustling ass youngster Clocking your grill Now me, 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 The votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright wrapping up Sports Done Right here. Special Drive Time Edition, Tuesday night. Um, Gov's got some stuff he's got to get into this evening, get some things done. And I, but I did want to do a show because I didn't get a show off last week and I didn't want my, my people out there without having a little something from the Gov this week. So we're working on some guests for next week to talk a little bit more about the Vikings and also working on some gopher contacts here as well because gophers are in town. Athletes are here. We'll see if there's a season. All right. So to put a ball on this. Because obviously we're not done talking about it and there's so much more to get into here. But I, like I said, I'm just real proud of, of these athletes and finally realizing the the power, the, the real power that they have to affect change. Because I, 
and I want to give credit where I think this is due. So I hope I remember where I heard this. I was driving home a few nights ago. It may have been Fox Sports Radio, a couple. Um, yeah, I think I might have been on that show with uh, Chris and Rob. And it was very interesting because the point was that the largest group to affect change for African-Americans, the group with the most power, are athletes. Because of the money, the fame, the wealth, the following that that athletes have. And it is about time that they realize that, that yes, you do in fact have power. And to use that for Making change and doing things right is absolutely, absolutely correct. Gov gave us an an espresso show. Yeah, I'm going to give you a full cup of coffee next week, ABM. I promise you, man. I promise you. Um, Big L, Vikings playing cousins like he's a Hall of Famer. Vikings ain't got no choice now. And actually, isn't it funny? I think I read today with all the renegotiations and signings of quarterbacks and this and that, his, his salary is actually, I think, like middle of the road for quarterbacks now. And just two years ago, 85 million guaranteed. Oh, man. To be an NFL quarterback with talent. Because you would get paid. Big L. Damn shame, ABM. Hopefully the Bears quarterback out of here after that next year. Yeah, Trubisky, you know, they brought in Nick Foles. You know, they were thinking about bringing in Teddy Bridgewater. Drafting, I mean, do or, do or die for Trubisky. We know that. We know that. And also, too, um, it's, getting, it's getting time to make that uh, listen. Because I know I'm on the other show I, I host. They get sick of me bagging on Kirk Cousins, but it is what it is. Vikings going to be on the lookout for a quarterback themselves. Maybe sooner rather than later. We will see. All right, folks, I'm going to get out of here. I want to thank you again. I like that. I'm going to use that on the espresso show tonight. And that's maybe what we'll call these quicker shows. It's well, it's actually been about 50 minutes, so not, not all that short. Um... But we're going to be talking next week. I'm going to be doing some research on some uh, couple players I want you to keep eyes on. If there is going to be a college quarterback season or college football season, one of them being quarterbacks out of North Dakota State, Trey Lance. Um, this dude's got baller all over him in a long line of success with North Dakota State and Carson Wentz and, and all kinds of other records. I mean, North Dakota State's won like 35 of the past 36, um, what I still like to call Division I AA championships, it seems. But we're going to talk about him. He's a very fascinating athlete. He's been uh, doing some big things up there, and he has uh, positioned himself to be the talk of the town, so to speak, when it comes to that next quarterback draft. So we're going to get into that a little bit. Um, We will discuss the Timberwolves as well because they're not going to be doing any playoff basketball and are any changes coming for the minnesota timberwolves we'll also get into college football we'll talk about sec country 
We'll talk about the Big Ten because I just don't know, homies. I just don't know. Everybody testing positive. I don't know if it's going to happen. But with that being said, hey, I appreciate each and every one of you for popping in here. I appreciate you. I don't care if you take 30 seconds to listen to this show or if you listen on demand live, however it is, just listen and and give me your feedback and we'll get them phone lines popping back up. So next week, if you want to call in, we'll have a real show and you can do that. Um, As my main man, Big O, always says, one love together, anything is possible. And I think hopefully, hopefully, we're finally starting to see that out here in these streets. So um, long struggle ahead. People are really entrenched in what they, they believe. And sometimes people don't want to let go. But times there is a changing. And we're going to be right here for the change. So, all right. I am out of here. My name is Vince Wright. I am from the great state of Minnesota, the Sports Done Right podcast. You can find us on most streaming platforms, whether that's Google Play, Spotify. Like I said, we originate from Spreaker.com where it all started. So just make sure you Google us. You'll find us. Check out everybody else as well. Um, Just listen. Go to the Facebook page. Go to my um, Instagram page, Sports Done Right, both of those. And I'm always posting links to everybody's shows. ABM's got a real good show. Um, just everybody, man. So check them out. Check out xsquadaffiliates.com. Shout out to um, one of my homies, Jungle Brother, the gang over at RealCast as well. Um, everybody doing big things on this podcast tip, man. And everybody just listen. Fight the good fight. That's what your sports governor says. Fight the good fight. All right. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. We'll be back talking some sports next week on Sports Done Right. And keep praying we get some some live sports soon. But I don't know if it's going to happen. Peace. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. Right.